I'm Mike Bridenstine, and these guys fuck, and I have listened to Nuntake. Is that a Washington Huskies t-shirt? It is a Washington Huskies t-shirt. Yeah, they're in the playoff, and I forgot. I got this at a, a vintage sale like two years ago because it's got a big old Husky. Look yeah. at that face. <laughs> It's very adorable. It is adorable. Yeah. yeah I got it because it was cute. Now I got it because I hope they beat Texas. Oh, fuck Texas. Big Huskies fan now. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who they're playing. I'm not playing are they playing attention. Saturday? Or? No, they got they did the college football playoff. It's been a lot of controversy. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Then I'm going to give you this number. I want you to read the number out loud while I dial it. I, I wonder if you recognize the number. Um, and then... I think our listeners, some of our listeners probably will. And I'm hopeful that the person picks up. I don't know if you'll recognize the number. I think if you hear it, you might recognize it. But just looking at it, I don't think it's going to jog your memory. I don't know, though. Um, I won't give you any hints. Um, Depending on how that phone call goes, I'll play an opening sound. Sound good? Got it. Okay. Yes. Are we going to start recording video? Fuck. (laughs) There we go. Now it's a show. There we go. Now it's a show. All right, so uh, viewers, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna do a phone call really quick. Um, Alan's gonna see the number, say the number out. I don't know if you're gonna recognize the phone number. Hopefully, you guys recognize the number. I don't know if Alan does yet. Um, depending on how the phone call goes, I will have a sound to open the show. But first, but first, let's uh, start off with a question. Um, more of an anecdote or a little thing than than a question. I, uh, before the show started, I really wanted to, uh, I, I didn't think I was hungry and then I got hungry and mm-hmm. I went to have some yogurt really quick and I always try to eat it out of the bowl because Did you use your fingers, Natasha. No, 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 no. I got, <laughs> I've got like a big quart of yogurt, you know, like the, big oh, thing. I got it. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, Natasha, I don't want to dirty up, you know, a, a, a vessel and put it right. in a bowl. Um, plus I don't want that much, you know, it's not quite bowl worthy. And Natasha's like, she's always mad at me. She's like, don't eat it out of the, out of the, out of the container. You're going to put bacteria in it. I'm like, it's yogurt. It's already bacteria. It's made out of bacteria. (laughs) I I, I was obstinate though. I didn't put it in a, uh, a bowl, a a little coffee cup with a cat shape. See the little tails. It's handled. I love this cup. Um, anyways. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm going to make this phone call and we'll see how this goes. I have zero plans here. Um, I'm actually a little terrified. Can you read the number out as I type it? Yeah, so 281-330-8004. And it's ringing. I really It sounds kind of familiar. Well, if you don't Please say leave your message oh. for 281-330-8004. Sorry. Mailbox is full. Fuck. To send an SMS notification, press 5. I don't have to press 5. I'm just going to text him. Hey. Hey, your mailbox is full. Is full. <laughs> Mike Jones. 281-330-8004. Hit, hit Mike Jones up on the low because Mike Jones is about to blow. You don't remember wow. 2005, Alan? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I had so many questions. I was going to be like, hey, are you friends with Paul Wall? What's Paul Wall like in real life? <laughs> Uh, oh well i should have known it was too good to be true i looked so i just randomly remembered that song recently and i just googled the phone number and the first thing that came up was an article saying yeah i bought that phone number back and uh that's my phone number now so like call that a gimmick because like people said it was like a gimmick or whatever right right Um, right. yeah fuck man i was really hoping to get mike jones to say he doesn't listen to none taken there's still a chance that would have been dope i texted him (laughs) 
just texted Mike Jones. Oh, that's kind of cool. Well, I guess that's that is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been What's possible. That? What's that number? People used to always try to get from the other song, like eight seven seven five three zero nine yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Yes. Jenny. All right. <laughs> um, do you want uh, Matt Rife talking about his haters, or do you want to hear a uh, fun wackadoo? I don't like listening to Matt Rife. Is he with? Is that with Jordan Peterson? That this clip or you're telling me jordan peterson and matt rife interviewed him yeah yeah he did an interview with jordan peterson last week i think uh, yeah it's too early for a (laughs) showstopper let's hear the wackadoo i'm processing (laughs) jordan Jordan peterson Peterson has a podcast and rife went on it then he probably went on because jordan requested him as a guest right so was it like oh i think you're very funny and you're very masculine and i think well, that you know men your age really need a voice like you peterson likes to talk about cancel culture a lot and i think he thinks that my, matt rife was canceled canceled canceled, canceled. <laughs> he yeah. has a career if he was canceled he wouldn't be who he is like he you can't be no, no he's clearly he's, not been, he's on a rocket ship uh, to the top. Yes, what what are you fucking talking about? These people are so, so fucking delusional. They're canceling Rife, me. They won't let me do anything. I'm only the most popular comedian on the fucking planet for crowd work. Rife told some joke. I, it was like, I don't even know what it was. It was considered misogynistic. Or, yeah, it was the one I referenced on Brett's show about the woman with yeah. two black eyes. So then he, people were upset about it, and he doubled down and like bought some website to sell his merchandise that was was it trump <laughs> trumpgags.com no it wasn't as cool as us oh, it wasn't as cool but as trump yeah Gags. so peterson had him on to talk about that you know what alan the, now the we're doing both just, now we're doing okay. both here okay. this is just good we're turning your show into my clip show part two <laughs> here this is the other one now you made me angry enough here's matt rife on a okay. podcast um and it's also in the in the meme that's sharing this it calls it tara's podcast like i know who fuck tara is that's the thing i don't really hate yeah, anybody so- i don't here's here's a very Tana. Humbling Tana? experience that I've, uh, sorry, I guess epiphany that I've had recently. Because so many fucking people hate me for really no reason. Mm-hmm. And it really made me realize that like people only hate somebody they're jealous of. And I've been, I've been guilty of hating people. I don't think you're funny. I don't hate you. <laughs> and when I really sat back and thought about it, it was because I was jealous of where that person was in their life. I felt like maybe they got an opportunity that I should have gotten. That was yeah. a really, really good, well-rounded answer. I'm trying to wrap my Thank head you. around... Do you think people who hate Osama bin Laden are jealous of him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect time to do this. Don't let me. But I'm not doing this because I got two sounds. I got another okay. one that I'm really proud of. And I want to do this other one there, but yeah, there you go. So that's the guy that got. So that's not what got him canceled. Saying that no. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> okay, people were jealous of him. He hasn't been canceled. God, he's not been canceled. At he has all. a new special. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, all right. This is this is good. This is advice. Kids, swallow your gum. Gum. Oh. You should swallow one piece of gum every seven years. Okay, so so we all know we live in a big simulation, right? right. Everything around us is computer generated, right? That there's right. one thing that isn't part of the simulation. Right. That's gum. Gum is weird. Guess you what? could chew it. You could just chew, 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 chew forever. That's because gum comes from outside of the simulation. Gum is real. Okay, so you also know you chew, if you swallow gum, it stays in your system for seven years, and every cell in your body changes every seven years, right? And and the seven year itch, you change personalities every seven years. That's that's because every 
seven years, they come from the outside and they right. take you away and put a whole new you in there and they can change you any way they want. But if you, if you swallow the gum, then they can't because the gum locks you in place because the gum is real. Gum is their weakness. Swallow one piece every seven years. Don't let me in this damn house. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is still in your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Welcome to the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of None Taken! Where every week, my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines from all the corners of the internet, brings them on a digital copy, and we talk them at you. Uh, happy December 7th, Alan, a date which will live in infamy. Mm. Uh, what do I say here? It's Friday. Um, weekend is here. Grab another beer. Um, head on over to trumpgags.com to sign up for our Patreon. We've got three levels of Patreon to choose from. Anyone is fine. You get the video on all forms of it. Uh, we will, at the end of today's show, have two things for you. One, a fun new game, the debut of a fun new game, and also the uh, raffle to give off the book uh, Perfect Amount of Wrong by Mike Bridenstine, Rise of Vault Comedy on Chicago's North Side. But first, but first... So, another Friday is upon us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, light-hearted, fancy-free. Mothers, <laughs> lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, sir. <laughs> we made it, buddy. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Also, remember to support the people that support us. Lickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs. And fungiblenuntakens.com. You can get our merch there. We got a cool new hoodie. New logo. We got, I forgot, so I forgot the extent of the new merch. And what's funny yeah. is I'm on the laptop that I set the merch store up <laughs> on. So we got new pint glasses. We got the, the zebra on there with an Untaken logo in it in blue and red. We've got trucker hats. Now I will say this about the trucker hats. I don't want to undermine our own product. The only trucker, I got the foam trucker hats, but they only make them embroidered. So don't buy it if you expect it to be like a screen printed trucker hat. It's going to be okay. embroidered. So as long as you're fine with that, great. To me, that's still not perfect. If anybody has a good site, I'd love to make a cool trucker hat with this foam trucker hat. Or um, yeah, if anybody can recommend a good merch store that has that option, uh, we'll we'll separately do the hats there, and I'll buy a redirect. So I don't care. There, there is a place all, that doesn't. All of our Patreon just goes towards these redirect sites. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'll figure out where. Okay. Where you get well, listeners, though, I mean, I mean, dude. Yeah, if you guys know, I just watched our Spotify wrap. Like, we have such engagement with our listeners. I'm so happy about you guys. Like, it's just such. It's been such a. Um, it's it's just wonderful. I mean, this was something that me and Alan did when the pandemic started to keep our heads straight. Something we always wanted to do, kind of like a just. Uh, uh, why not? You know. 
Yeah. And to turn it into the connections that we made with all of you guys, it just, it means so much to both of us. I am speaking for Alan. Um, but yeah. No, it's incredible. It's incredible, man. I was talking to, uh, my dad put me in touch with one of my brother's friend's sister, if you can follow that, uh, who actually works in podcasts. His balls were swelling up after he got the vaccine. That's a Nicki Minaj (laughs) callback. Remember that? Remember that? With all the conservatives all of a sudden loved Nicki Minaj. I do. Uh, anyways, I was talking to her and she was like, how did the podcast get started? Like, what was the inception? And just telling her the story and remembering all the stuff and like all the milestones and how we started and where we are. Just like, I, it kind of blew my mind just to think about it, that we're here now and we have people that actually can Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Well, that's not uh, how we start cool. this. We're supposed to get into all these headlines. You, you made a list. <laughs> I made a list. <laughs> it's a, your Buzz Burbank impression, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's begin here. So Kevin McCarthy said that he will resign from Congress at the end of the year, two months after his ouster as House Speaker. He still has a year left um, in Congress before he was up for election. Has he got like a terminal disease or somebody got compromised? Like, what's the deal here? What's the deal, oh, Wade? Clear. He says he's still going to be involved in politics, but he thinks he can be more effective outside of the Congress. Uh, I don't know. Bizarre that he would resign with the gear left before re-election. I could see him not running for re-election, but straight right. for him just to step down. I mean, he wanted so, to be Speaker of the House. You know what? I can relate. When yeah. I was a kid, I got in Taekwondo when I was in like second grade. And I was like, well, I want to be a black belt. So like, you know, you just set goals and you can achieve it. Sure. And once I got my black belt, there's degrees of black belts past that. But I was like, well, I don't really care about this anymore. And then I got yeah. into swimming. And then um, when I was a uh, freshman in high school, I was like, well, I, you know, when it's swim season, I'll try out and see if I can make varsity as a freshman. And I did. And then I was like, okay, I don't really care about this anymore. <laughs> you <laughs> got to the top of the mountain. It's not it. the top. You just get some right, sort of right. like, you're like, well, that was like, you know, I, I, I guess I didn't set my goals high enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's I like, I got feels- speaker of the house. He's like, why the fuck do I care anymore? Like. This kind of feels like I'm going to take my ball and go home to me. It does, know. but I feel like there's got to be more to it. Like, yeah. there, there must be something to it because nobody lets go of power. And certainly, sure. I wouldn't describe him as the type of person. Yeah. Well, it's him well, in Cincinnati, right, Alan? Like, just going back to Plow's farm in sure, Bakersfield, sure. his almond I mean, what's, farm. So what's interesting is that Santos just got kicked out. So the Republican majority is very slim. I think it's three, three. members now. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he steps down... Depending on when he does it, Newsom can either leave the the position vacant or he can call for a re-election or a new election, like a special election for that seat. Um, so if he doesn't call for, you know, if he just leaves it vacant, then that's down to two because there's no, I mean, because he's gone, right? That's a super slim, slim majority. And they already have problems, you know, keeping their caucus in order anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, pretty wild stuff. Hey, speaking of people that have trouble keeping their caucus in order, breaking news <laughs> when it feels like breaking. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sure. Hunter Biden has been charged with nine federal tax crimes in the yes. Central District. Was that earlier today or was that like just now? Uh, no, it just happened. Um, some are felonies, too. Um, I think he's looking at up to 20 years for some of these. So, things. hell yeah. He doesn't long- pay his taxes either. <laughs> this guy's a fucking hero, man. Give, give him a fucking don't tread on me sticker. Right? <laughs> So we'll see where that goes. I mean, this is from where he was basically pleading to a misdemeanor and everything was going to go away to this. It's pretty, uh, pretty big turnaround. Whatever, man. I mean, if you commit crimes, you shouldn't get away with it just because you're the president's son. So, like, 
Yeah, I mean, we have a, a headline in other news more about the Biden family and what Comer is alleging. <laughs> That's we'll see stupid if... shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, sorry. Um, what did we skip? I didn't really listen to you. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're on, oh, you're well, so him being the Bakersfield Common and all, I mean, is that district really open? I mean, it's California, but it's central California. No, it's a super Molesto red or whatever, right? Bakersfield? Yeah, it, it's a super, super red district. There are a number of candidates already um, for that who have been acting in role in the state level for a long time um, that are going to probably duke it out to see who can win, but it'll be a Republican for sure. Okay. All right. Well, I guess there's be more about that. Um, what do we got? Senate? Senate failed to advance $110 billion aid bill with $61 billion for Ukraine. As, uh, as oh, Where were the rest of those? Let's see. 110 minus 61. That's a shitload that isn't for Ukraine for you to be saying this whole thing's about Ukraine. Maybe you don't have to wedge in the other... Alan, where are we out there? 59? 49. Yeah. $49 billion for Taiwan and um, Israel. Israel. Like... I'm just saying, if you want $61 billion for Ukraine, you might have been able to get it. Uh, Republicans blocked this, saying they wanted border security, which is bullshit because um, this bill included billions of dollars of border security money. It just didn't include changes to the asylum process, et cetera, which is what Republicans say they wanted, except Biden, when, when this got put together, Biden was like, or at least his team was like, this should get it across the finish line. It'll address the things that Republicans say they want. But they That's don't correct. want anything. They're just They're just and, stopping the bill. Yeah. And, you know, and, and and would this have saved Ukraine? And probably not. But at the same well, time, um, nobody's going to listen to us say pres- we're going to defend you in the future when we just walk away like this, you know? Yeah. All this was was a procedural vote to advance bringing the And they couldn't the even do that. The they couldn't even do that. And even if they were able to do that. It's not clear it would pass in the House because the House would have to pass it as well. I still feel like there's a couple more – there's a week or so before they go home for their vacation. I get yeah. I get the feeling this is the type of shit that they're like playing – they're playing games with it and they're going to pass it. My, if I were to bet, I still think they're going to pass something. They're probably going to strip away the Israel and Taiwan funding and get funding for Ukraine. I think it will. <laughs> the thing is – at the end of the day, if they do, it shows you just like everyone's just playing a fucking game. It doesn't it tells you they don't really mean any of this. Yeah. So Biden has said that he also there's Ukrainians watching this and it's like like maybe that doesn't need to be the most important thing. But like while you are making this a game, the people whose life is on the line with this are seeing you. Yeah, it's a big deal. So Biden has said that he's willing to continue negotiations. Um, I think Mike Johnson said that or no, no, it was somebody in the Senate said that. He didn't think that they would be able to negotiate that before going on vacation, um, but that remains to be seen. Also, Ukraine's in a tough place right now because they're sort of even their own government. They're sort of having some some backfighting. Oh yeah, no, it's been going on. I've said it on the show before yeah. that if he were to have an election, a fair election right now, um, he might lose to either what the top general or that uh, mm-hmm. head of their um, spy agency. Yes. Uh, yeah. And potentially. Okay. Potentially. You know, we had elections during the Civil War. We had elections during World War Two. We had elections during Vietnam. Like, I, I don't know how they. I mean, they do have a law that says that they, uh, during martial law, they won't have elections. Fine. They don't have to have martial law. He says if we give them enough money. <laughs> money, me, All right, so me, a money now, me. Who is the Will winner? You give me a moment for that, actually. Sure. Uh, people on the internet, I apologize, but. Uh, I'm going to edit this out for the audio, but I need to have this at my fingertips for the future. Do I have it under Max Mom? Or no, that's uh, Money. 
Money, Charlie's mom. There it is. Money? Money me. Money now. Mia, money now, please. <laughs> All right, so what's the winning headline here? I think it's probably the uh, the funding bill. I think it is, too. Okay, so uh, for now, Ukraine wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Senator Tuberville ended most of his months blocking blockade of military promotions, which was a protest to a Pentagon abortion policy, where 400 nominations were approved hours later. So we talked about this a little bit on the other show, but essentially what he agreed to was allowing all the three-star or below promotions to go forward. Uh, Still no four-stars, but there's only like a dozen of those, so not as many, but one could say those are more important positions, so it's still... What a coward. A shit show. Did he, yeah. Didn't he say that he he agreed he didn't accomplish anything with all this? I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. He, he was like pressed on it. He was like, yeah, yeah, we uh, we did not meet our objective. He literally sounded like a losing football coach. Like, he's just like, <laughs> look, we went out and executed. I think we made the right plays. But, you know, just unfortunately, we weren't able to cross the finish line. And uh, and that's fine. You know, that's just what, um, you know, that's what it, I, it was unbelievable. He, he uh, certainly has the experience to do that. <laughs> with all his losses at Auburn <laughs> yes. and Texas Tech. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Fucking um, Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. So bad coach. Initially, he had said that he would allow them one at a time. Um, yeah. And then he backed out of that. And then he did this. And now that, he's saying he no four this. stars. And it's just like. Yeah. Like you have already shown you don't have principles. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Just it still is unbelievable to me that the Republican Party would allow I, that. I resent happen. that they when when me and you were younger, they were the party of how do I say this right? When me and you were younger, the left was accepting to people that maybe lacked a lot of principles, but were a little bit more like anti-authority. And yeah. then the left, that generation kind of grew up and became the generation that was largely in power. Mm-hmm. And they adopted a lot of the traits that authority had when we were kind of like annoyed with authority figures. Right. And the Republicans barely changed. And then in the ways they did was just like ineffective temper tantrums. It's like, God damn it, man. Like who the fuck is the individualist party anymore? You know, like, mm. yeah. Yeah. Anti-war yeah. principled and um, sure. Yeah. It's almost a lane that exists, but just, in very Faction, small spaces. Factionally, right? Factionally, um, yes. I was a yeah. podcast of the New York Times this morning was talking about how there's always these factional candidates like Nikki Haley, and they do mm-hmm. a good job to gain like 20% of right. a faction okay. within one of the two parties. Right. So John McCain was that versus George Bush in 2000. Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton. And so like they're fine, and they gain a lot of momentum, but then in a general, I mean, Bernie probably would have had a better chance in the general. But in well, he general, would have had a better chance if the DNC didn't. Also, that's that's know, what I was getting do, at. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. allowed to be in the general, right? Right. right. Uh, but like where John McCain was in the general versus George Bush. Yes. Go online, talk to the general and save some time. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> liberty, 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 liberty. 800, Empire Today. Okay, I got them all out. Cars for tots. Or cars for cash. Cars for kids. Carsforkids.com. One eight seven seven cars for kids. What, what talk, do you today? have any idea what I was talking about? <laughs> oh, these factional oh. candidates. Um, I don't know. That reminds me of factional candidates. I don't even remember what I was talking about. We're talking about the lane that doesn't really exist as far as. Oh yeah, so like it, it, it gets yeah, it'll get you enough attention to be smashed by the people that are uh, of of authority, right? So yeah. it's like what me and you do. Like we're better off just keeping our head down here. Maybe don't gesture that way. Uh, keep keeping our keep staying in our lane, knowing where we want to be. Um, yeah. There, you know, yeah. I think I think that's um, going forward. 
I think that there will be more and more, well, there can't be more and more hegemons. The hegemons will have more and more power and there's still a lot of opportunity for niche things like what we represent. Uh, and mm-hmm. we just you know, maximize that. Basically, you know, Kitbag said something to me today that I was like, Cody, I think said it. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was Cody. Cause he's like me and Matt and you and Alan basically monetized normal conversation, like semi intellectual <laughs> conversation, because it's right. like, if you want to drink out of the fire hose of bullshit, you can just see all the nonsense on social media. Or you can like get into our little ecosystem that we like to talk to each other in. And somehow we have a Patreon for that, which I, (laughs) I don't mean to sound like spoiled because it's a very humble and modest Patreon and we appreciate every one of you, but like, that's, that's weird. That's bullshit. Like, how has it come to this? That like, hey, would you like to have a normal reasoned conversation where you might disagree with someone? Okay, cool. (laughs) Eventually, if you really want to enjoy this, there's a fee. (laughs) That is a really good summation of yeah. what we do. All right. My yep. turn. A uh, New York appeals court. Re- are you sure? I feel like I've been talking. A New York appeals court re- uh, reinstated the gag. Oh, oh, he refused to say daddy. So they put the gag back in on Donald Trump. Uh, Trumpgags.com for the Patreon. <laughs> um, so this made so he made public remarks targeting court staff in his civil fraud trial. I had also seen that before his trial today on his way in, he had made some remarks too. So he's just. Yeah. And so. I don't think the judge. You know what? Is he topping exactly. from the bottom? Topping from the bottom. Don't worry. Don't look. You can look it up later. Okay. All right. Um, I think I know what that means. Okay. <laughs> it is intuitive. <laughs> yes. It just took me a minute. And I was yeah. like, oh, that okay. makes perfect sense. Right. Um, yeah. The judge didn't really come out and say why exactly. He's a they, switch, Alan. They, they reinstated it. But Trump had been talking about his clerk, the judge's clerk, who's often handing him notes. And yeah, and Trump just can't understand that there is such a thing as the clerk and the judge discussing things and passing right, information. Right. It's like, and he it's, thinks she's like an anti-Trumper, and that makes the whole case unfair. Yeah. Oh, they've they've uh, and they made up the fact that she had a sock puppet account and that she was like sharing things. Mm-hmm. And it, if it's proven to be true, I'm totally interested in seeing that because that'd be a juicy story to talk about. It, 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 it appears to not be true, and now now that might be true. But we know he's a liar. So, like, you're going to have to of, prove the other one. Speaking of Trump lying, they had a um, in that same case today, they had the defense put up a a special witness. What do they call that? Uh, um, expert witness. Oh, um, about his real estate dealings. Some NYU professor. Uh-huh. Um, oh, it was liberal they, bullshit, Alan. They paid him half a million dollars. What? what? <laughs> I had the cough button down. Hold on. What? They paid them a half a million dollars was from the state? Witness. No, is this taxpayer? Oh, wait, Trump Trump did? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy came out and was so clearly biased. Are you saying he wasted half a million dollars? No, he he was pro-Trump. No, I know. I'm saying if you're saying he was so clearly biased, I'm sure it didn't sway anyone's opinion. The judge already made up their mind. Oh, probably. No, the judge already made up their mind. This literally is a formality. The judge already decided he's guilty of this. They're just determining what? The extent of Okay. All right. Um, But so this guy said that there wasn't fraud committed. Frog? Just something. Fraud. Frog. Something typically an expert witness doesn't do. They just kind of give the judge. Frog protection. Fraud protection. Frog. Frog. Fraud. Fraud. I think we're on the same page. We're totally on the same page. Okay. Sorry. Totally on the same page. 
What, All right. What, uh, <laughs> you're in the middle which, of which headline wins? I wish I could excuse myself with NyQuil tonight, but that's just silly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You tell me. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I think the military one's bigger. Okay. Uh, promotions? Yeah. Promos. That'll make sense later when I look at that list. Uh, your turn, Alan. Yeah. So we got a couple of dead dog records here. Frog uh, protection. Frog dog, protection. Frog. Sorry. Oh, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous. Ponderous. Fucking combo. ponderous. I hit the sneeze so a gunman combo. fatally shot three people at the University of Nevada yesterday. Uh, in Las Vegas, UNLV. Yes. Uh, police fatally shot the suspect who was recently rejected for a job at the school. He had been working as a professor previously at East Carolina, I want to say, um, and had applied for a position here. Pirates? Some, maybe. I don't East know. East Carolina Pirates. Okay. Um his, he was turned down, and although they're saying they don't really have a motive yet, that seems like a likely motive. Um, he shot – one of the people he shot and killed was a professor in that school as well. So uh, so what was the, – do they kind of – is there an established motive? No, there is not. The only th- inkling that we have is that he applied for a job there and was turned down. Hmm. Haters. He ended up getting into a shootout with uh, campus police, and they killed him. How many yeah. people did he kill? Three. It says that right there. It's the fifth one. And I believe he injured a few a few additionally. Other people. <sighs> God, it's annoying. Um somebody I know was telling me a story the other day how they were like, Oh shit, I accidentally went on base and I forgot I had a gun on, on me. And and they're like, Yeah, dude, that's like fucking go to jail forever. Like at least oh, a year right. probably. Like they don't and you're gonna go to like you're gonna go to jail on base, you know? Right. Um, but it's like what do you do if like you feel like you need to have a gun on you to be safe to and you're, you know, so this is a guy I used to work with at the, that I keep in touch with. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, dispatch sent me on base. And I didn't realize it until I'd already driven on that it was in my fucking, it's like under my drive driver's seat. Like they decided, I remember to you telling me the story the before. Yeah. Look. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, they didn't find it though. No, but it's like, if you, yeah. you didn't leave the house knowing you were going to go there, you got told to go there in the right. middle of the day. So it's right. like, you didn't have a chance. I guess you could go to like a gun store maybe and see if you can, have it held. Or go, yeah, get a locker somewhere. I don't know. If they had such a thing as what you're describing, <laughs> people would put bombs in them, Alan. That's fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, All right. Next headline is also uh, Texas police arrested a suspect in a day long series of attacks that killed six people in San Antonio and Austin. This included the suspect's parents. So this, wow. So they yeah. killed their parents and then went on a sort of killing streak. Yeah. Unclear. Are so the people first related? Of all, are the victims police related? Didn't even, police, it took them a while to, to understand that these cases were related because they were so spread out. They're still not. But it's all in one day. Sure. All in one day. Okay. About eight hours. Wow. Um, wow that's, a, that's like, man, he kept it to a business day. So this guy has had run-ins with the law previously. He was in the military for two years and was kicked out for unknown domestic violence situation. Um, then he was living with his parents. Police were called. He was locked. He had locked himself in his room, barricaded the door. Um, they tried to get him to come out. He wouldn't. So the officers just left um, and nothing else happened. Nothing that was, that like was that. the time in the past? That was in the past, yeah. Like six months ago, I want to say. Did you <clears> see <throat> that video of the police showing up to the guy's house for firing flares inside his house and neighbors complaining and then his house blew up? No. You didn't see the video of the house blowing up? No. Oh, I'll it's insane. Yeah, I'll, sorry. Yeah. Um, so... So he, he that was his prior, prior incident. He killed his parents and then went on to kill additional people, including a, a police officer. Um, 
he had a brother, I believe, in Austin, but unclear if that's why he went to Austin from Did, San Antonio. But he killed people in Austin too. He killed people in Austin, like just strangers, or he like what? How did... unknown, unknown. As of now, how can we never no hear more of these stories? Do you remember that guy that on like Christmas Day, like ten years ago, he <clears throat> he set up like an auto. He set up like he either killed himself first. Where the cops came in and he had his house all booby trapped and you'd like, you know, like in Breaking Bad when the trunk opens up and the gun happens to like shoot perfectly and mm-hmm. everything. I, no spoilers. I won't say what episode that was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like something like that. And then he like mm-hmm. blew up the house too. And like he had like a whole plan. And it's like, well, that's clearly like planned. Like there's more to this. Right. right? And then you never hear about that again. Like, you probably don't even remember that story. I it was in like Simi Valley or something. Yeah. Huh. yeah. But like this feels like um, the type of story. If you didn't tell me this here, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have known about this. I would have known either of these stories if we didn't do the show. Like, it's not been really out there in mainstream media. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it took them a while to realize that the murders were connected. They matched them ballistics up, mm-hmm. and that's how they were able to do that. Um, they, he was taken into custody. So, typically, when these things Oh, happen, interesting. Okay, so the there'll definitely be chill. more on this. They'll, yeah. Okay. So they'll go to trial and everything. Um, so, Yeah. Okay. Uh, nobody wins that. Let's just skip that in terms yeah, of tournament. Agreed, okay. Agreed. Your turn. Israel said its troops entered and are operating in the heart of southern Gaza's main city, I'm not, uh, Khan Yunus, you after it. widening its ground operation in the last week. So they continue to um, press in. Um, as of now, reporting from the Gaza Health Ministry is 15,000 Palestinians have been killed. Um, and of that number, Israel says maybe they've killed a couple thousand Hamas fighters. Um, we have a story in other news that will expand on that additionally. Okay. Um, as they're saying that they're using AI now to pick targets, um, but we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably save. I'll reserve. I, th- I have thoughts on the AI picking target stuff probably okay. too. All right. Uh, Russian president Putin arrived in the UAE earlier this week for a rare foreign trip. They would also include a visit to Saudi Arabia. Last time I think he visited either Saudi Arabia or UAE or maybe both um, was I think 2019. So prior to his war, prior to him staying 20 feet away from everybody in his giant fucking conference room. Right. um, Some of the, uh, some of the story about this that was notable was how he has a uh, international criminal criminal court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, and warrant, warrant, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. so because of that, he didn't travel to South America and other trips that he was he would normally have traveled to. Yeah, because the UAE do- doesn't participate in the ICC. That was yeah. So that was what was interesting. A lot of the headlines I saw about this were like, oh, so he traveled there despite his ICC warrant, and it's like, and then you open the article. I'm like, I didn't think the UAE paid attention to the ICC. They don't. Turns out they I don't. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess believe- what? Neither does Saudi Arabia. Right. Well, Mr. I believe he's also visited Iran and I believe also China recently. Uh, well, he's yeah, that um, he's been to China plenty and like Kurdistan, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, so initially when the war kicked off in Ukraine. It was, you know, he was very isolated. Um, he was essentially a pariah on the world stage. But now a lot of these countries are more in the iffy status, I would say, <laughs> have kind of opened their arms He's, to him and are willing to trade with them. They're, they're have people that have essentially been, I, I mean, it's it's too simple to say bribed. Um, sure. You know, it's not the people of these countries that support him. It's, it's, the, the, leaders. it's the leaders that he's, he's yeah, trade or made deals with. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yes. yeah. 
Uh, I mean, turns out if you like gas and these guys aren't allowed to sell it anywhere that they used to, and you like buying gas, you know, that sounds like a partnership, right? Get it on the cheap. And, you know, there's a whole conversation to be had about how, you know, there is a future that's being shaped in the present. And if we incentivize those relationships by blocking their relationships with the West, is that the long-term result that we want? And I don't know. I don't know the answer. I think that there's times where pragmatism is important, but... Um, I also think that when people show you, I, you know, I think it's, are. yeah, I, I think it's, it's some principles are important to stick to. Right. And, sure. uh, dealing with people, uh, you know, this is why, despite like, I agree, we got problems at home. I, I think this money for Ukraine is worthwhile. I really so, do. So you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a tricky. And, and I, and I also, sadly don't think that it's very much money when you look at how much money we fucking waste so like when i see the money that we do dumb shit with actually i i i i mean i realize the scott horton book is right back there but you know if 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 there is i see i i get angry when i listen to people like dave DeCamp uh on anti-war radio which i love i listen to every day uh, mm-hmm. to me, he's a, an even better Scott Horton, but you know, whenever he talks about Ukraine, he's like, yeah. And you know, they just want this money to get through. Cause all they want to do is keep the war going. Cause pe- so that people keep dying. If they wanted the war to be over, there was a peace deal, you know, within a couple of months, we all know about that. We haven't really done a story about that because I feel like everybody's heard it. Like maybe listeners yeah. that don't know there was an offer on the table. Um, that's what they say now that there was an offer on the table, uh, shortly after it started where they would keep the early conquests land wise, Ukraine wouldn't have had all these people die. And Ukraine they, was okay with it and, and we told them no. And we, and as long as they promised not to join NATO. Um, right. The thing is, one, I don't believe Putin, you know. So yeah. when people say, like, that offer was there and they didn't take it, one, we're looking through the counterfactual. Uh, of, yeah. I mean, it was guaranteed death. I actually wouldn't have thought Ukraine would have lasted this long, to be honest. Uh, and now the byproduct of that is it's costed a lot more in foreign aid um, because they didn't die. Um, right. But but I, I divert myself from what I was saying initially, which was more along the lines of, I don't remember. Can you, can you predict what I was saying? So more along the lines of, you still think it's worthwhile. To I, I do think it's worthwhile. You know, I think yeah. that, you know, we spend a lot of bad money and, mm-hmm. um, I, it, I would love for us to be fiscally responsible as long as we're not being fiscally responsible. Do this. Like it's, yeah. it's your friend that has no. like a crack problem, but is also kind of like that, you know, maybe they're chasing like crypto also. And you're like, well, the crypto actually it's risky, but you know, the Bitcoin's but, back up to 45,000. Like it's better than, better than crack. Yeah. I, I think that's okay. I don't do any <laughs> of this, but if you're going to do one still making it cost Russia more to keep doing this is worthwhile. Yeah. So long as that country wants that, it'd be a different thing if we're like, no, 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 you guys get to be at war. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. Dave DeCamp is always like, yeah, they just want these people to die, you know, because they, they just want the money to go through because they don't want the war to end. They just want people to, and I don't believe that that's, I'm very cynical, but I don't believe that that's, I don't even think it's close to distilling it down to that. I don't think so either. It is a very tricky thing to navigate with international relations as far as who you keep in the conversation and who you exclude. Um, and I think, a lot of times it's worthwhile to, to keep those lines of communication open, even if they're bad actors, because at least you have some mm-hmm. idea of where, they're, where their head's at, where they're going. Well, and, um, and like, you know what they're offering. Yeah. 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 So you're saying that being closed down? I, I don't feel like that's. No, but you were saying that people would, would say that we should exclude Russia and make them a pariah. 
Um, so there's a you have to navigate that, right? Yeah. As far as who you have conversations with, yeah, and who you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So what's the bigger one? I, I think that um, I think Israel is the bigger one. Okay. Just as far as the. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, this one was interesting. Missiles fired by Yemen's Iran-backed Houthi rebels hit three commercial ships in the Red Sea, prompting a U.S. warship to aid the ships and marking an escalation of recent maritime attacks in the area. They also, a U.S. ship had to defend itself against some drones that were set. Were you here for it. Tuesday? Yeah. I know we talked about it a little <laughs> okay. bit. All right. I just thought it was... No, um, go ahead. I derailed you. Go ahead. Go ahead. One, of the, one of the boats that was attacked was a yacht. Uh, was it a yacht? No, a container ship owned by like some Israeli billionaire or something like that. Um, and so they're thinking they're they're protesting essentially the Israel Hamas war by doing this. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. This was literally the topic where I thought you were going to finish it for me while I set you up earlier. And you're like, <laughs> right, right, I, don't, right. I don't know. So it's, it's like Alan was list, learning from me on the Tuesday. So um, one thing I think is wild about this is that Yemen keeps firing rockets into Israel. Uh-huh. Also. Yes. Do I need to pull up a map? Like, I don't know. Maybe don't like Alan for the, for the geographically inclined. What is in between Israel and Yemen? Saudi Arabia, the long part of Saudi Arabia, right? Like (laughs) the only way it would be worse is to go to the right a couple hundred miles. Right. Like, like I, I don't know what it is scale wise, but I feel like that's a very long car drive. Like to think that you just (laughs) like fire a rocket and go over all of Saudi Arabia. I get it. Nobody lives there, right? Like, right. it's not like it's going over a lot of houses in the desert there. Right. But still, like, Saudi, Saudi, like, someone's firing a rocket across your country. Yeah. It's wild it can even reach. It is, is but it's far. also crazy to think that it's like, yeah, 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 Israel will shoot it down. Like, fuck you. You're not shooting shit over my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, them, it's pretty You wild. think all that money that Jared Kushner got for him and all those deals that, uh, uh, Donald Trump's got over there could have you know got them some missile defense that could, uh, but then they'd be what helping Israel. Yeah, yeah they oh, haven't signed right, their deal right. yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Oh, yours. my turn. Russia's Supreme Court declared the international LGBT no, but the queers and the plus are fine, only LGBT. So Russia's Supreme Court declared the international LGBT public movement an extremist organization, effectively, oh, shit, effectively outlawing LGBTQ plus activism. Damn it, Alan. They got the Q and the plus, too. So just to be clear, there is no official organization called the international LGBT public <laughs> movement. It doesn't sound This is like saying exists. wokeism needs to be like. In, right. Yeah. Yes. So it's fucking boomer ass Russia. <laughs> what people are saying is that they're just going to use this as a broad net, a catch-all for anybody who's promoting LGBTQ plus sort of activities or lifestyle or, um, you know, anything like that, that they can put them in jail. Um, Russia has a long history, well, recently, of being anti-LGBTQ. Um, was Pussy Riot some of that or is that just them being? Yeah, no, it was. It was. Um, I think one of their members was thrown in jail for something. Oh, yeah. Some sort of activism. Yeah. Um, Putin obviously is not obviously. Putin definitely has been anti. Um, and even a lot of the public has been anti as well. Do you think so, he doth protest too much? Huh, interesting. Perhaps. No? Um, That'd be funny. But a lot of a lot of people who are involved in any sort of activism around this cause in Russia are fleeing. Um, they're calling it evacuating because um, it's they're really worried that there's going to be a able to lock them up, you know, for 15, but they're doing it early. So is it a premature evacuation? 
I see what you did. Hopefully, there. right? Hopefully, it is. Hopefully, hopefully it is. Yeah, well, that's one of the few cases where you'd prefer it to be premature. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. actually. Oh, it's yeah. always fine if it's premature. You'll go again soon. It'll be better then. That's that's what you tell yourself. Sure. Um, when I mean, when you're in your twenties, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, maybe not now. <laughs> it's not really a problem now, though. I mean, you know. Uh, okay. Small old. All right. Um, not much else to say about that. What do you think? Uh, who's, what's the bigger topic there? I think it's Yemen. Well, I think Yemen because I don't know if you were listening on Tuesday, but that's when I said this is the beginning of the decoupling of the global order, I which you commented on, but seemed to not get the I, message. No. It's like talking to Natasha. It's like we talked about this on the show. Didn't she listen to my show? It's like, um, do you remember that time that uh, somebody was asking Ted Kaczynski questions? He's like, manifesto, my manifesto. It's in my manifesto. I, that's what are, I said. Yeah, I already like, answered this question. That's what I sound like whenever Natasha asked me something I bring up on the show. I'm like, <laughs> I, I spend hours on this and then I edit it. And then... <laughs> it was just funny because she's like, hands down, our best listener. Like, Absolutely. She doesn't have to. She lives with me. Right. She hears half of it all week. Hi, baby. All right. Should no, we she do the, uh, the full bracket now or? Yeah, what did I write down though? Russia? Uh, yeah. No, I think it was Yemen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You just were, were you not here? No. Shut up, Alan. You're right. <laughs> so, hey, we got a a matchup of four. Let's just have this win, then you do other news. Okay. Right. Okay, Ukraine versus uh the promotions Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay, Ukraine. And what is it specifically that they're gonna lose the war? Yeah, well we're not gonna fund them. They're Israel gonna... versus Yemen. Uh, I mean, Israel, I think the Yemen is the decoupling of the global order. Let's do that. Okay. And who, uh, what's a bigger story? The decoupling of the global order. It hasn't happened yet. Right. And so, so the Peter Zion's point when he talks about that is that when you see that happen, where commercial vessels are under attack on international waters, what his point is, is what's made the world that we enjoy what it is in terms of like just the 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 low cost of goods the high quality of living for those costs of goods uh no matter what housing prices is and all these obstacles that we are going through and inflation and everything um you know comparatively it's still one of the best times to be alive um most of what that's underlying that is the fact that there is there aren't there isn't piracy on the sea and yeah and and you don't think about it but the fact that if you send a ship from China to the U.S. full of billions of dollars worth of merchandise, millions, it is going to make it there. Like, it's not even a question. And largely what underwrites that is the U.S. Navy. Correct. Well, what happened when they did this? U.S. Navy was like, US- oh, my God, do we really need to get to the find out stage? All right. <laughs> and then there's been explosions in Sanaa, right? Or Sanaa. I don't know how to say it. S-A-N-A-A. In, uh, in you did Yemen. a line stepper. Um, I did. Right there. Yeah. 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 So, um, so it sounds like we kind of stepped up to our side of the deal, which for yeah. a while we thought was we need to go spread democracy around the globe. But all we had to do was protect the global order. I can't believe I'm defending the global order. Like, <laughs> like that's what it's come to is the thing that has been so obnoxious and annoying. And the thing that we hope would be like better, well-behaved is now the good thing because there's a rise in dictators that are trying to undermine the global order. Like, that is that's not just me getting older and and pivoting. That's me saying, Jesus, we're gonna fucking lose the best part of this because the people right. that don't get to partake in it are trying to leave us with the worst part of it only. Yeah, it's a tough spot to be in. Right. Tough spot to be in. All right. So I feel like I got a lot was, off my chest there. There we go. All right. So in other news, I didn't see this headline till just now. 
I'm aware of the story. Texas judge grants women's request for abortion in rare post row case. So she so petitioned the, a request yeah. saying like, I am not qualified to deserve this. Can you give well, me an the, exception? Well, I can't, right? Because they basically banned it in Texas. Yes. Six, it's a six-week ban in Texas. It's, she's 20 weeks in. The baby has some rare disorder where it's likely to die a couple of days after birth. Uh-huh. And potentially the mother could die in childbirth. Could Well, also could potentially not be able to have kids again in the future. Because of, the, sense? Like, because of this. It, oh, interesting. Um, and so you have like teeth she, outside its body. I don't want to get too graphic here, but like, how is that? Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. Something to do with the procedure. Okay. Um, yeah. It could impact her ability to be fertile going forward. So she petitioned for, do you remember that line in, in raising Arizona where they make all the euphemisms to how they can't have kids? It was like, she said her Harbor was a barren, <laughs> barren Harbor where my semen could find no purchase. Nicholas Cage was great in that movie. Um, so the judge granted the request, um, said this was an emergency. And so, so is that now like precedence case law? Does that mean like people can cite that in their request? Like, how does that work? No, no, no answer for that yet. We got to listen to lawfare. Explain that. I didn't go that far down this rabbit hole. This just dropped today. I want to say, yeah, well, put um, it I there in the middle it. of the day. It's all right. You got a job yeah. too, Alan. It's fine. You can't just um, read all the headlines. Right so, <laughs> So yeah, I'm not sure if it would seem to me like that would be legal precedent. Would, yeah, um, yeah, it's a, um, it's a. As I mean, you know, Allen, not Allen. Uh, Texas has some armor there, you know, protecting mm-hmm. them in this way and their in their precious anti-abortion law. But this would be a chink in their armor. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Next, uh, Sean Hanley d- demonstrates how to help an authoritarian gain power. Um, so Hanley had Trump on the other day and he oh yeah said, we got a sound for next week nice he so he said uh hey everybody on the left is saying that you're going to be a dictator uh if you get in office again you're gonna you know ruin the country essentially and he's like no Trump i said, have a tater shaped like a dick it's a dictator they misunderstood me they're always misquoting me it's a potato so dick. trump didn't trump didn't really answer the question he said um no i'm not i won't be a dictator except on the first day and he's like, what do you, and he's like, what do you mean? Close the border. We're going to ban the Muslims. He said, close the border, and we're going to drill, 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 baby. And we're going to lock and up the journalists. Again, that's not an answer to the question. Yeah, it is. Hand- yeah, it no. is. If you say that you're going to be a dictator on day one, are you not a dictator? I, like, have you not? Like, well, he said, also, I'm having not, to ask says- the question means yeah. like we have failed, right? And Haley totally went along with it and was like, oh, that sounds like, you know, policies you implemented in your last um oh he like enabled him in his like response to it yeah what a feckless cunt like your whole job as a journalist is to be like well he's not a journalist he says he's a journalist he's an entertainment show host he's an entertainer yeah here we Uh, are now let's do a couple more here okay that was my impression (laughs) i'm not gonna do them all though thanks we'll do i'll do this one okay lloyd austin uh non-interventionists are the real enemy i'm surprised you picked this this one okay this is from antiwar.com. David this, this article and, uh... is definitely biased. They talk a part of they talk about uh, the Maidan revolution being backed by the U.S., which I don't buy that narrative. Um, At all? We've talked about, uh, not in the way they sell it, but okay. we've talked about that before. Yeah, we have. we have. Um, anyways, what Lloyd Austin said was, you know, the problem is we've had all these anti-war people. Wait, wait, just it. for the people that are new, because I just watched our yes. Spotify rap and... Um, 75% of our new 75% of our audience found us this year. 
So wow. uh, when we have had this conversation before, with yeah. what started the conversation was the whole fuck the EU tape. So like, yes. Right. Okay. Sorry, Alan. Yeah. yeah. No, we're good. Um, so basically Austin saying that we need the neocons back. The people that want America to be the world police are the people that will keep us safe and make America great again or make America better. Um, so that's the gist of that article. Okay. Well, I, okay. Yeah. Anything on that? No. I mean, you said it's biased, so I mean, I'm not going to defend it. Okay. Um, Real quickly, Shattered Dream scientists debunk the LK99 room temperature superconductivity. Okay, so when this when this makes the news, everybody talks about it. When it's debunked, it's off the table. Yeah. Yeah. So if you recall, I was pretty excited about this um, because superconductors are very cool. And if we can get them at room temperature, the potential for that technology is amazing. But in terms Um, of like how we understand science so far, it's understood to be impossible. Pretty much. So this research team had come out with this paper saying that they had discovered this material um, that would be a superconductor at room temperature. That's since been debunked. LK99 has been around for a long time. I believe the 99 refers to the date, the year it was, it was found. Um, but they were saying they had concocted some version of it that worked. Hmm. Um, nobody's been able to duplicate this. So, uh, yeah, apparently uh, it didn't work. didn't work at all. Okay. Yeah, that's a okay. bummer. That is a bummer. I still really, man, I really hope we can pull that off someday because that would be so cool. Well, technology. I mean, everything's going to speed up with AI being used. Yeah, it's true. The impact on transportation alone would be just incredible. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, A mass assassination factory inside Israel's calculated bombing of Gaza. So we have two articles here. One comes from someplace I've never heard of um called 972 mag and this article is very so they quote a lot of anonymous sources people they say are inside in israeli intelligence and military machines uh, operations and they say that um basically the civilian to actual combatant sort of ratio is just way off the charts in in gaza and that they're killing way more civilians than they would have considered to be acceptable in previous wars. Okay. Um, and they're saying that they're also using an AI to, uh, to select determine targets. targets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rather than and, fo- forcing Cody to go through it like he did in Afghanistan. Right. Right. And part of what they're part of the targets that they're selecting are called power targets. Hold on, so Cody, not- and he was dealing with like code. Oh, how about this that? is all fake. I, I told you, I died when I got electrocuted. I'm telling you, this is all just a flash. Well, Sorry, did you chew on. gum in the last seven years? No. Yeah, I didn't swallow it, though. Oh, swallow. Yeah, you got to swallow yeah. it, dude. Well, That's isolate. how they get you. You got to swallow it. Always swallow. Um, isolating all of this. <laughs> so these power targets, what they're calling them, are targets that are not necessarily what a normal military target would be. They're things like government buildings. They're things like high-rise apartment buildings. They're saying they're targeting these because it makes the population turn on Hamas. Um, and that's why they're doing it. Oh, how's that and, been working out? Yeah, not so much. Um, and also that, you know, the people in power of the military of Israel have just decided that civilian casualties are OK. It doesn't matter if we can kill one guy that we think is a Hamas militant and kill a thousand civilians. We're fine with that. Look, it's been um, a quarter century since you kids have been born. Um Man, that that was the feeling after nine eleven. Like it's intoxicating, yeah. and the people in power uh, are. This is the most militant and ready to do this shit government in recent Israeli history. So, 
Yeah. Um, All right. Um, there's also an article from the Israeli Times, I want to say. Let me find it. Yeah. Times of Israel, which I hadn't heard of either, but seems like a more reputable organization. They also mentioned the use of AI to identify and strike new Hamas targets. They're not as um, – they don't quote any anonymous sources saying that you know Israel is targeting civilians. Um, but they do say that they are u- utilizing AI to determine targets more quickly than an analyst normally would do. So at least that part of the story appears to be – I mean, Israel for years has been saying they're the AI – center they're an ai hub basically right yeah um that uh not unicorn software what was it called um, uh the the cell phone hacking one. yeah um, i don't want to call yeah. it unicorn is it something pegasus that's really pegasus close very close yeah very close cousins yeah. right pegasus and unicorns probably existed together that was the software they found on like khashoggi's yeah Jamal yeah phone. yeah yeah um a lot of politicians diplomats etc by the way pro tip with that software when it's when your phone's turned off and back on um it it, goes away yes they have to um penetrate it resend it yeah Yeah. the crazy thing about that software though is it doesn't require you to click on anything a lot yeah they can send you a text in the middle of the night and then once it the payload is put in it can delete the text afterwards so you won't even know it happened and a lot of things that work like that require you like they'll send you a a clickbait email you click on it and then now you're infected you don't have to do anything this just pops in your phone which is wild but yeah israel's had that for years now um so they have been pretty advanced with that technology yeah yeah which is why all right they, they don't think they need 50 billion or whatever that fucking number was you know yeah i think they're doing all right all right we'll do one last one okay. here because i talked about it earlier so this is national archives to hand over sixty-two thousand. So you, you turned into a robot do you mind GOP, just saying that again including hey Internet got bad for a second. Gotcha. National Archives to hand over 62,000 Biden records to House GOP, including emails using aliases. So this is Comer has asked for this uh, document, this information. Um, Apparently, they're saying Biden was using aliases in... um, in You heard it here first. We talked about this like six months ago on the show. I was do we, like, do we actually talk about the actual names they're saying he was using? Uh, I don't remember it, but um, I don't remember the names. I think they were remarkable. Yeah, tell say, tell me some of the names, I'm but just to find them. Okay, but we, so maybe six months ago on the show, it was in the middle of a bunch of other news, and I think it was other stuff. It, it might have been when Biden, when Hunter first didn't get his plea deal. Around the same time, mm. they were like, oh yeah, and also uh, this whole comer guy. Because it's, it's pronounced, that's how you say it. Because um, it's spelled C-O-M-E. I don't know how you spell that. But anyways, Comer was like, um, yeah, There's they, they also found that he had basically sock puppet accounts, right? He had he had fake email addresses that he was using. And it, I mean, it's not quite the same as Hillary's, but could, do you're saying Rob, Robert Peters Robin Ware and JRB Ware. So JRB would be Joe, Joe Robin at Biden. Robinette. Right. Um, so Fancy lab little name. Biden, when questioned about this, says it's all untrue. It's all fake. Um, fake news, fake news. Um, so we'll see. Everything else that Comer has come out with has been nothing. He always says, I got the bombshell. I got the smoking gun. And then when the actual stuff. I, I got out, an informant. Oh, whoops. That was a Chinese spy. Right. I always <laughs> forget. Is it Chinese or is it Israeli? Or it's Chinese. It's Chinese. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like so, he disappeared. The deep state got him. Oh, yeah. It turns out Chinese spy. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to see this, what, what comes of this, but I don't have a lot of. I don't think there's 
a likely shit. I, I'm sorry. I'm having an imaginary argument with a listener about the Chinese spy thing. He, okay. the comer was coming forward with that <laughs> guy. Co- yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. That's just calm. Was That's com- just calm. Too many times. Uh, well, hey, twice. Um, he, he, Comer was like, this guy's going to come forward uh, with this story. And then, then he's like, oh, but he disappeared. Um, yeah. What happened was the guy wasn't asking to come forward with it. Comer found out that he had the information, was going public, that he was going to share it. And then he disappeared because he was a Chinese spy. Right. That is what happened. That is what like if he was, any, was all- like if you're effective at what you're doing, you don't like you establish your case and then you present it. When you give it away in that order, you betray your motive, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was all based on that um, memo for, by the FBI agent who had a source tell him that they had a five hundred thousand dollar check or something or seen it to, to Biden. Um, the agent wasn't investigating that, so he just kind of noted it and didn't do anything about it. So when they found the document, then all of a sudden they're like, this is and even if that agent later on said like, no, I want this to be looked into more at the time. Right. That was the way that was processed. Like Correct. that was the way that they treated yeah. that when that was a, yeah. an opportunity to look into it. Yeah. Yep. And he could have escalated if he chose to, he said like, this is a note. I'm leaving this as a note and that gets reviewed by a committee and then blown up like this. That's how government that. works. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think that is it for other mm-hmm. news. What have you been watching? Um, so the new planet earth season dropped, uh, planet is earth Barack Obama doing three. the voice to that. No, it's um, it's uh, shit. I had his name a second ago. Uh, uh, the David Attenborough, Richard Attenborough. Yes. Oh, really? Now, not the one in Jurassic Park, right? That's his brother. That's no, not that one. The different one. Remember the one that's the, done the, the one that did season one. Yeah, the one that's done these yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. Remember when his brother ate ice cream in Jurassic Park? The Foley work in the ice cream scene. Remember, he's like, the ice cream is melting, kids. Do you want to eat? And why is he Sean Connery? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it just next time you watch the original Jurassic Park, the documentary, the first one, the, the documentary. You're telling me those dinosaurs aren't real? <laughs> it's been real. 30 years to the date almost, and those dinosaurs look real. So they like we've had a lot of advances in filmmaking. I think those are real dinosaurs, Alan. They just yeah, utilized like them. That's, sure. that's a new Isla Nublar. No, no Isla Sorno. Isla Nublar is the first one. Isla Sorno is the backup island. I uh, I asked them about that when I went to Costa Rica. Turns out not not real islands. <laughs> it's a bummer. Um, oh um, yeah, anyways. next time you watch that scene, listen to the the way they miked him slurping the ice cream. It's almost intolerable. All right, we'll check that out again. Um, anyways, very good. I mean, obviously, it's kind of what you come to expect from this series—just amazing cinematography. Yeah. How is there more to show? I thought they've like how you three seasons of Planet Earth. That's a lot. Is there There's more stuff that I hadn't seen before? Really? Yeah. Okay. The opening, the first uh, episode has this um, sea angel eating a sea butterfly. That sounds violent. Cool. It was cool. Yeah. They're these tiny little creatures. You're telling me they, an angel they, ate they a don't butterfly. Have eyes. Was it like the angels in like Genesis, where they're like these like you no, know you can't like look a at tube. them. And it's it's sort of translucent, and it has a kind of a glow about it. Did it get turned to stone when they upset God? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, um, you got to see Noah. The those those stone angels, the former the fallen angels made of stone, yeah. they show up in uh, Aronofsky's Noah. That might do. be my favorite part of it. It's so good. You got to see Noah. They are pretty cool. They are pretty cool. From the book, there was almost like a, that part was almost like Transformers. Oh, I forgot you watched it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, 
So yeah, very good. Obviously, if you're okay. that kind of thing, watch it. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's good to have on, right? Like it is something yeah. you can do during. Like sure. you know, you're not going to surprise you. You're like, wait, put it on your fancy television. You'll be impressed. Yes, it's pretty, right? Very pretty. It's very pretty. You said very pretty. Yes. Um, I watched the movie Driven on Hulu. I think it came out in 2017, 2018. I uh, sounds familiar. I think there's been a Stallone movie called Driven. Also, this is a biopic. Well, no, this is the story of the entrapment of DeLorean. So it's part of partly. So I have a couple critiques of this movie. Overall, it was fine. It says, it says it's a biographical comedy thriller. Yeah, sure. Okay. I wouldn't quite call it a thriller, but yeah, I suppose okay. so. Um, low on the thr- thrills. Uh, doesn't quite hit with the comedy, but it is there and it, biographical. So one out of three solid. Uh, <laughs> right. But I wouldn't even say solid on that. So uh, part of my critiques of it. So so some of you somehow don't know what a DeLorean is. The car, the DeLorean, Back to the future car. was made by a man named John DeLorean. And John DeLorean, prior to trying to start his own con- car company, uh, was probably the most like the most iconic car um, executive in the auto industry since Henry Ford. Like he, he made the GTO. He had his fingers in, um, a lot of the muscle. When you, when you think about a GM muscle car, mm-hmm. you're thinking of something that DeLorean impacted in, in his creation. So yeah, he was famous. Yes. Um, so like when he went to make his own car, he was a car celebrity doing it. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, I think most people probably know that the, the DeLorean flopped, but they don't know why. Well, don't go to this movie for that answer. Like they barely touch on the fact that he did his manufacturing in Northern Ireland, that like nobody there was skilled at that. They had to train them. They had the, the troubles. Like there was a bunch sure. of like, I don't know. Was the trouble? Was the problem? I am not well versed on this. Um, like I've learned it before that then I forget anyways. Um, but like all of that, like political violence was an issue. Unskilled labor was an issue. People that hadn't made cars was an issue. Um, right. Him deciding to make his car out of stainless steel. Turns out that's heavy. Like, you know, <laughs> just all of this. Um, they had electrical issues. They did address that. There was a there's a famous story of Johnny Carson being trapped in his car on the five, like outside of Burbank. And I think the electrical would fail in a way where there was no manual door opener. So you couldn't open the door. He was literally trapped inside. He had to break a window if he wanted to. Um, and, you know, Johnny Carson getting screwed over. That's not good for you. But anyways, no, so so the, good look. The, the car didn't fail. They only delivered a few thousand out of their initial order. Um, they they barely touch on that, which was a little disappointing. Other things too. Um, I'm sure DeLorean is an elitist, but he is he comes across as a real elitist and a phony. Um, mm-hmm. And you know he he might be both of those things, but they didn't make him sympathetic. And when the story is about, I mean, they tell you from the beginning. Like, there's a guy, um, uh, Jason Sudeikis plays the guy who makes friends with DeLorean and then sets him up in a Coke deal uh, because essentially he needs to finance his company and he's in a pinch. And it's in my opinion, my understanding of this, cause I haven't just watched a movie on this, although the movie's in the front of mine and it's persuading me a little bit from my confidence mm-hmm. and how I want to say this. My understanding is yes, they do have him on video saying, wow, that's pure gold. Like the deal was attempted. I don't believe if you go by the guy that set him up's version of this, mm-hmm. 
he comes across as the good guy and DeLorean is just a scammer and a, and a douchebag and an elitist, but the, we don't really know that. Right. And we know that he was a guy in a desperate spot with a car company in the eighties, like eek, um, yeah. you know, and he wasn't in Japan. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they don't make you like him enough for you to care when it falls apart. So how's that a good thriller? Right. 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 Okay. And as a I comedy, I wished it was like, a uh, uh, is it Adam McKay or Adam K the guy that did the big short? Um, oh yeah. If, if it was that kind of pacing, I would have liked it a little more and it was almost that, but it wasn't. So, so there was a Netflix documentary about this called the myth and the mogul that came out a few years ago about him. I, I watched. Yeah. I believe oh, I watched at least some of that. I would have liked to have watched that. A lot of this story is kind of coming back to me now. Um, yeah, it came out in 2021. It's liar city did an episode on this. They, I remember that. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a movie. It was like a season. So it was multiple episodes. I'll watch so. the episode on DeLorean. I'll watch it with Natasha. Oh, the whole thing is about, Oh, well, I'm not the whole, watching the whole series. I, I believe, I think that's what happened. I think I watched one or two episodes and punched out, Yeah, but it was an interesting story. Yeah. Um, Cool. Anything yeah. else? Uh, no, I even asked Natasha and all we've watched is our shows that we've been watching the Americans yeah. 30 rock. Yeah. Cool. Um, Oh, I have a game for you. Yes. Um, so I have a game that is inspired from a comedian. We saw this last weekend. Uh, I should probably plug her if we're going to steal her fucking bit. Um, thanks. Allison, Allison Summers, comedian, Allison Summers, uh, her bit is, is it a Hallmark Christmas movie or an adult film? You have to guess <laughs> by the title, Alan. Got it. Okay. All right. This sounds fun. I'm going to give you a handful of these and you can just tell me as we go through, uh, let's see, should we do it as we go? Let's do it as we go. And then at the end you can go back and change your mind. Okay. All right. So we'll go as we go. Uh, uh, they, I, in my opinion, this first one's just a little fun. Uh, but after this first one, they get progressively more um, in, suggestive. Uh, Christmas at Dollywood. Alan, is that porn? I'm going to say that's a Hallmark. Movie. Okay, you're right. That one's a Hallmark. Okay, cool. You get one. <laughs> um, we've got Switched at Christmas. Switched at Christmas. Now, remember earlier when we were saying that that one guy's a switch? Right. The, the, the bottom top. Yeah. Uh, Wow. I'm going to say that's that's an adult film. Switched adult. I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> I could just write adult then too. Okay, well, we're learning. Uh, naughty or nice? Naughty or nice. That could easily be an adult film, but that's too... I think it's... I'm going to say Hallmark. I wouldn't have put that down if it was... Okay. Yeah. Hallmark. Um, I've got La Tits Now. That's a meme with the cat. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> now. That's from uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. One of the categories was "Let It Snow," and Sean Connery, because he's always a pervert, he goes "Let It Snow." <laughs> All right, you got me, Alan. It's called "Let It Snow." Is that porn? Let it snow. No, that's that's, that's a hallmark. hallmark. Okay. Uh, I think if you win cumulatively, that counts. So, like, you okay. got a best of five potential here, uh, okay. and you got a gimme with that Dollywood one. Right. Um, okay, so the last one is the Christmas train. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's tough. That is tough, man. Um, <laughs> how 
how many have I said are adult? Only two. I don't know. So, uh, man. Don't overthink this. Say, I know. I'm going to say Hallmark. Hallmark. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how many adults do we have? The first one's Hallmark. Second one is adult. Third one is Hallmark. So you got four Hallmarks, one adult. Alan, you win. They were all Hallmark Channel movies. <laughs> You only get one point, though. So you're up to that eight. That was Alan. fun. That was fun. That was fun. Okay. So, uh, and we've got an extra treat for you. As we've been talking about, uh, we will have prizes for people that are in our Patreon. Um, this week, we have a raffle going for all of our Patreon members. There is a spinning dial, which I will share. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't, I better not let everybody know everybody's name. Uh, okay. I can delete last names real quick. Hold on. <laughs> okay. All right. And then uh, Floyd Smith, delete Smith from that one. Hmm? That's your dad. Um, <laughs> oh, you knew that. I'm, uh, I'm aware. <laughs> okay. So we've got the wheel spinning here. Um, and man, this will be, uh, man, you guys had it easy on this one. There's only a handful yeah. of y'all. Once we're just like hundreds of you guys, it's going to be. A, you guys should have got in early if you want. We, you know, we got to give out really, really, really awesome prizes when we've got really yeah. low names like this. Get them at the ground floor. Yeah. Um, well, I think a really awesome prize is a signed copy of The Perfect Amount of Wrong by Mike Bridenstine. Right See right here where he signed it. Right there. It says, right there. Okay. Nice. Um, we will be giving that out to a listener. Uh, and don't forget to send your cock rating requests in. Uh, send pictures of your guns in. And guns is not a euphemism. We want to review no, your no. guns on the show. $10 for a cock rating. Um, you just added as a tip on the Patreon. God, I sound like an OnlyFans. Um, I was also thinking we should have people... Um, we should auction something that we, that, that we make the listeners make us do. Oh. Okay. So something we wouldn't really want. Not like shave your head, but something dumb. Right. Uh, yeah, if you have suggestions to stuff that we can auction off, that would be fun too. But we'll, the point is, um, there's perks to being in the Patreon. We'll have um, other contests like this in the future. This is our starting off one. We'll be giving away stuff from our merch store in the future as well. Things like that. Um, also, I'll have to figure out a way to do this, but I'm doing this. I'm saying this now. Um, we will have the merch discounted in the Patreon for cost. So yeah. if you're in the Patreon... You're already like paying us. We don't need to make a couple bucks off a T-shirt for you. Yeah. Like you can get the the merch at cost. I just have to find a coupon code. Uh, in the meantime, if you are about to buy something, let me know. I can give you a coupon code immediately. Um, we'll find a way to do that across the fucking. I didn't do that when I set cool. up the product. Anyways, not the point. Let's have our first official raffle to see who will get a copy of Mike's book. Are you ready? Let's spin the wheel. Click to spin. John, Amber, Ben, Robert, 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 Robert wins! Yeah, hey, Chicago boy too. So this is about your city, buddy. Awesome. I'm not going to give away your internet name because we respect you here at None Taken. Absolutely. Great job, buddy. Uh, yeah, this one's set aside for you. I'll try to get that out this weekend uh, as soon as I have a uh, confirmation. Why? I, I'll DM you about this. Sorry, the rest yeah. of that conversation we had in private. Um, you know what? I'm glad he won. He's one of the first person to like email me. One of my favorite things, like I always bug Brido about stuff from his show. And like one time I was like, Hey, do you hate this? He's like, no, I love this. I'm like, Oh good. Cause me too. I love when people do this. Uh, and so like, yeah, Robert's one of those people. He's like, Hey, I was listening to the show. I was like, man, I just posted that. Fuck. Yeah. Like, and that was another thing from our Spotify rap, man. Like we are people's favorite podcast. Most of our listeners, we're their favorite podcast. That's super cool. 
It Thank gave you. like a number. Awesome. It said this many listeners, you're your their favorite. I'm like, well, I don't know how many listeners we have on Spotify. That's almost all of them. That's fucking badass, man. You guys rule. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. You guys rock. My ego needed this. <laughs> I think I have a question. Do tell. Okay. Uh, we'll have to find it. Don't push me. Um, okay. I uh, Can you go up to the DAQs? I have two highlighted. Can you click on that bottom one? I want you to read this. I don't often go on Twitter and I recently saw this on Twitter and I was like, you know what? Alan's saying this out loud into a microphone is going to make me laugh. Don't read it. Just read it. Read it at first. Go read it. Word for what are you looking at? I'm looking at examiners club. Uh, Will Smith confirms he will star in I am legend two with Michael B. Jordan. I have a call with Michael B. Jordan tomorrow. The script just came in. We're going with the DVD version where my character lives. <laughs> We're going with the DVD. We're going with the one where it wasn't stupid that you're like, no, no, let me die for no reason. I can crawl in that hole with you behind you, drop the bombs and kill them behind me, or I could just stay here and die for no die. reason. We went with the one that made fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so good until the last scene and you expect me to go watch it again on DVD and fucking pretend like I didn't see that bullshit <laughs> you already made me see the okay does the dog live I don't does, I don't think the dog lived did it I don't think the dog yeah lived. you haven't made watch a goddamn dog die and then dying. I gotta watch you die for no reason in a hand grenade scene where you could just get in the fucking tunnel stupid movie fucking <laughs> we're going with the DVD version where my character lives <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> His wife came in and slapped him. All right, man. Drive safe. <laughs> Cheers. Congrats, Rob. <laughs> when a guy's banging you. Y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. What in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.